Welcome to Lessons for Leaders. This week I'm talking to you about why kindness increases performance. I'm going to be sharing some information about how it's not about being weak and fluffy, but why it's good for you and your employees. With information about how it boosts morale and raises self-esteem and what happens to people when they experience kindness. How the contagious effect of kindness works so that you get increased performance as well as that happier workforce. And it's not all about everybody else. There's information about what is helpful and how you can boost your own feel-good chemicals too. So dive in to today's episode. So welcome back listeners. As I said this week we're going to talk about how kindness increases performance and I'm not talking about massive big gestures of kindness. I'm going to be talking about some of the small and easy to implement gestures of kindness can have a big impact on employees health and work performance. And when we've got so much going on in our lives, it can be, and so many challenges of, my goodness me, have we got challenges in 2020, it can be really easy to forget to be kind and instead just focus on what we need to do and getting the job done. Or even just getting through from one day to the next, quite honestly. We can forget to put other people's needs before our own. In fact, we can even forget our own needs too. I get that completely. It's a survival thing. So don't beat yourself up about this as you're listening to what I've got to say today. I want you to be kind to yourself, but just think about some of the small and easy to implement things that you can do as I'm talking through this podcast episode. Because, you know, I do recognise that on the one hand, I'm going to tell you to take care of yourself in some of the episodes. And then here I am saying it's time to think about others. The thing is that we need both. So this is not about putting more on your to-do list. It's about the small adaptable habits, phrases and actions that can have a huge impact. And that's what we want, isn't it? You know, quick and easy things to do, but that have a huge impact. The beauty of kindness is that both our teams or other people, you know, in your workplace can benefit as well as us. So it's an easy win. If we take a little bit of time to be kind to other people, it can really make a difference to how they feel, but also how we feel. But it's hugely impactful if another person is struggling, as I'm going to go on to explain. Because, you know, our jobs are a huge part of our life. We do have to recognise that it is really stressful living in the pandemic as we are right now. And you know, I've been speaking to so many organisations, ones that are just asking for advice on what they can do and tips and help and information and ones where I am going in virtually, of course, and supporting them with wellbeing training and coaching and creating wellbeing plans. People are struggling now more than they did back in March. Some of the business owners are not struggling quite so much because they're kind of like, well, you know, when I have to shut everything down, I know what to expect. 
but the ones that are having to, the, the employees and the ones having to work from home and the ones keeping going, but under different circumstances, they are really struggling because it's kind of like, well, you know, we dangled that tease of a carrot out here, there that says, oh yes, you can begin to go out, you can begin to do some of the normal things. And then, oh no, we can't, we've just shut the doors again. So it feels like a backward step. So there are many ways that people's workday is blurring into their home life and they're struggling to switch off both physically and mentally. So that's a popular topic right now about the blurring of boundaries or about managing that work-life balance. Managers are also wanting support. Managers, leaders, those in HR are all wanting and needing support and advice, not just for themselves, but also on how to check in and manage on the well-being of others too especially when they're already feeling overloaded. And as I say, those people are struggling themselves. And when employees are struggling to be engaged, it has an impact on that performance and those who are working with them and managing them. So whether you need help personally or you want help for your employees to reduce their stress and worry and difficulty, and managing that balance at home or whatever is the situation, the mental health, the resilience, get in touch with me. We can talk about your needs and the subsequent performance related problems that you might be facing and we can tailor a package that meets those needs. So make sure that you either drop me an email at emma at emmalankton.com, it's in the show notes, or head over to my website at emmalankton.com and book a call with me and we can talk about that. You know, when we think about where we are right now with spending most of our days in a stressful environment and you or your employees might not feel that they're fully appreciated or one of the things that somebody said to me the other day was that employees were saying, well, you know, they're only, my manager's only checking in on me because HR told them to or um, they're only checking in on me when they want me to do something extra or they're only checking in on me because they think that I'm not doing everything. And then also people that are struggling with the guilt and the feeling that they need to tell everybody what they're doing, i.e. I'm just popping out at lunchtime to get some uh, shopping for my mother or things like that. You know, nothing is worth that stress and strain on your inner peace, on your stress levels and on your well-being. So... Obviously, where you choose to work and how you choose to work is just as important as the support that's available for you in managing what we have to manage and being able to manage your day and being able to make reasonable adjustments that you need to make to be able to cope. And those are all the things that I take into account when I talk about all the work that I do, but what I'm referring to as well in particular today when we look at the benefits of kindness. So let's just take a moment to think about how it is that kindness does begin to reduce the stress and anxiety, to lower blood pressure, to boost self-esteem and to improve confidence and emotional well-being. And you might be thinking, well, yeah, that's really, really nice, but you know, I need people to get stuff done. Well, of course, all of this is going to have a positive impact on organisations as a whole because it helps people to feel better. It brings positivity to people, so then it boosts morale. 
as I'm going to explain in a bit more detail about how kindness is contagious. So then you have much more positivity and uh, much better emotional well-being. So that boosts morale, it enhances teamwork, and then that, of course, increases performance. So that's got to be a good thing, hasn't it? So when these acts of kindness happen, we release a hormone called serotonin, which is generally one of our feel-good chemicals. And that serotonin releases feelings of calmness and can even boost self-esteem. So you can then understand how it reduces some of the stress and anxiety that people have. When we are kind and that serotonin is released into our system, the brain recognises what's happening as well. So it's not just in our body, but our brains recognise it. And that's how come it generates feelings of happiness and how come then people have improved emotional well-being too. So it's all about the feel-good chemicals. So it's thinking about how do we generate some of those feel-good chemicals in easy ways. And when we have those feel-good chemicals flood in, or you know, just boosted through our system, it calms down as that internal system, as I like to refer to it as. It calms down some of the fear factors, that area in your brain, the amygdala, that's like your internal fire alarm that's going to be picking up on the stressy stuff, on the anxiety. It calms all of that down. So then people can think more clearly, they can focus better, so then of course they can perform better, but they also feel better in themselves. Kindness, the act of kindness also releases oxytocin. Now oxytocin is known as the kindness hormone or the love hormone. Now, I don't mean that you need to start making proposals to your employees, you know, or asking them out on a date, well, it won't be appropriate with social distancing or even in the workplace anyway. But what I mean is the ways that we can generate these happy chemicals. So there are ways that you can enable your employees and of course yourself to generate some of these happy feel-good chemicals. When we think about the fact that oxytocin is known as the cuddle chemical, and the hugging hormone, we recognise then that it's released when we experience those hugs and cuddles. And then when we sit that alongside what I like to refer to as the joy of 2020 with all my sarcastic tone and the COVID pandemic that we are in, obviously, I don't need to tell you, but we are distancing, aren't we? So there's no hugs, there's no cuddles. So there's no oxytocin, there's no kindness hormone going on. So your employees, even your friends and your family are not getting so much of this happy chemical, the kindness chemical, because of the nature of the restrictions that COVID has brought. So there's not quite so much, well, if, if anything at all, to be very positive about. So we need to find those things to be positive about. Those people are, that are living under these restrictions and the lack of connections and things like that will also have those raised stress levels and the fear factors and the negativity just by the very nature of dealing with COVID. So by remembering that scientists that have studied the brain have found that kindness can help with all of this, we can then think about how can we easily and effectively pop it into 
moments and it literally need, does need to just be moments of, of each day or each conversation that you have. So by raising those positive perspectives, encouraging optimism, that then you can understand why that lowers blood pressure and pr- promotes that good cardiovascular health as well. Because of how kindness feels to an individual, it calms down the stress levels. So it's not just that fluffy thing to do. You know, there is these, these studies on the brain. You know, and the reason that I'm waffling on about, you know, these all these what all these chemicals are doing and the studies of the brain and things is because whenever I explain to people what really happens within us, then the everybody tends to be a bit more engaged and do some of the tips and techniques that I talk about. Because then they understand that it's not just a bit of fluffy stuff. So I talked in the intro about how kindness is contagious. So again, research has shown that when a manager regularly recognises team effort, then it increases the performance. Because when other people either witness acts of kindness or experience it for themselves, as I said, they get that surge of well-being. But then it's also kind of spreading some joy within them and it increases some of the feel-good chemicals and it increases positivity and then it's contagious because we're creating an environment that is positive that where thank yous and well done and those sorts of things are commonplace so then a manager or a leader is modeling and encouraging others to do the same just by leading in that way just by walking the walk really So sometimes when we, you know, basically slap a smile on our face, pull our shoulders back or, as I often say, pull up our big girl pants um, and head into the workplace or on the Zoom call and kind of jolly things along with people to pick up that mood and raise the positivity levels and keep people going with those levels of enthusiasm what you can do is start thanking people for joining you today, ask what's going well for them rather than jumping straight in on what's not going well. I mean, I know the not going well stuff needs looking at, but you don't have to do it first. You know, so get people boosted in their feel-good chemicals. If you give them those virtual moments of kindness and those hug-type feelings. So then it might even just be a quick thank you note or a short email about something. It might be a well done for that piece of work or uh, thanks for that extra bit on the report or how well you handled that client or great job on that call and I appreciate the extra effort that you put in there. It's important that you know your people, quite honestly, and know what is going to have them respond positively rather than be, well, quite honestly, just a bit confused by what you say. Here's an example. So my daughters, both my daughters have got jobs at supermarkets, but one of them um, came home and said, oh yeah, Um, team manager said, yeah, thanks for today when I'd finished my shift. And she had this really puzzled look on her face, which I just found highly amusing. And um, she was like, I just did my job, really. I just did what I'm supposed to do. And because they do have a good work ethic, they weren't messing about. They weren't kind of skiving off in between. You know, they get round, they get job done type thing. You could tell they come from me, can't you? But um, so she kind of didn't understand the thanks for today thing. Um, But if that boss had kind of said to her, 
you know, I appreciate your efforts. It's be, you know, it was a busy day today, you know, and you kept going. Or if he said, um, you know, uh, thanks for keeping up the pace or anything like that, then she would have got it. But when he just went, yeah, thanks for today, she was confused, actually. So just remember those things and just find those, as I've given the examples of, find those small things to say what it is that you are thanking them for or saying well done for, okay? You don't need to have a formal recognition process. I mean, even though um, Deloitte had found that companies with well-established employee recognition programs are, I think it was 12 times more likely to have strong business results, but it doesn't, right now, it doesn't have to be that. Um, It can just be the small incidental things like, thanks for that extra bit of effort, you know, thanks for getting that head of schedule. Um, even if, I know we're not encouraging people to do extra long hours and things like that, but if somebody has done that as a kind of one-off thing to get something done, thanks for staying back today, I appreciate that. Do you see what I mean? Now, remember as well at the beginning that I said that studies show that helping others is linked to increased feelings of well-being, right? And it promotes changes in the brain that are linked with happiness and that it's contagious Well, that goes for you too. And as human beings, we're often really, really good at beating ourselves up. We're great at feeling guilty. You know, as I've said about, oh, we're not taking that lunch break and maybe we must do this and should do that and have all this internal chatter to ourselves that's on the negatives. So, you know, as well as doing the kindness to everybody else, I want to make sure that I encourage you today to be kind to yourself. And it's not just about one day. But think about the words that you say and the things that you do and check if you're beating yourself up over something. And if you catch yourself doing this, then talk to yourself the way that you would talk to your employees or to a friend. Encourage yourself the way you would want somebody to encourage you. So instead of beating yourself up with I'm rubbish, I'm no good, why can't I cope, how come everybody else looks like they're okay with this sort of stuff... I want you to be kind to yourself. And you know what I always say, especially when I'm doing speaking events and especially to groups of women, but it is collectively to all gender, there are plenty of people out there who are ready and willing to be unkind, to do blame and to put us down. So you can take that off your to-do list. One less thing. I'm always about one less thing on the to-do list. So take that off your to-do list and talk to yourself kindly. It makes a huge difference to the way that you think and to the way that you feel. And then it will be so much easier for you to then be kind and positive to your employees or to your team. So to finish off, boost those feel-good chemicals with kind words, kind gestures, and being kind to yourself. And before I finish, if you are really struggling, if things are really hard right now, reach out to someone. Reach out to me, to a friend, to anybody. Because you are entitled to your feelings regardless of what else is going on around you. And people cope with things in different things in different ways. So don't look at what everyone else is doing and beat yourself up or feel guilty about it. 
just do some small tips and be kind to yourself and see how that begins to improve your mood, improve your positivity and help you to feel that you can cope, even if it's just taking one day at a time. And so before we finish today, you know that I often say to you, please do subscribe to this and leave a review. I know it's not easy to be able to leave a review. So if you want some uh, tips and instructions, just drop me uh, a message on that too. And I will send you a little um, set of instructions so that you can do it easily and effortlessly. But it does help enormously to let other people know. So that would be your kind gesture to me. So I'll leave you with all of that for now and as ever, reach out, ask any questions that you need to, but otherwise, have a wonderful week.